Welcome everybody to the Inaudible Radio Show. We're back. We're back in the Inaudible Studio. Here I am. It's We're the me, only people baby. who use it. It's purpose built for this show. So it's fitted it's out. Built. There's pictures of us all on the walls and stuff like There's that. There's a TV screen. That's right. I'm here. Me. Alright. Me. Who does Inaudible YouTube. Now making a radio show. Here I am with Harry T. Harry um, <laughs> has been to Albury. We're going to be talking right. a little bit about that. Not much. Durry's at the Murray Festival. Anyone else get up there? He was at Durry's at the Murray's. We're going to be having an interview with Jasper from high school, which is kind of cool. Jasper from Italy. Jasper from Italy. Jasper from primary school. Jasper from primary school. And if you were a fan of Harry's channel, Jasper from... Jasper from MC <laughs> first DJ Pussy rap battle. <laughs> Yeah, the sickest illest on the mic. Jasper's going to be in the studio in less than 20 minutes. If we're lucky, he's going to give us some rapping. That's true. What if he doesn't show up now and now we've accidentally (laughs) overhyped him? Because we never know for sure until he's in the studio. So we'll have to to see about that. Trobe is actually not even in Melbourne. We have to. um, What? He probably thinks it's ACU. Oh. The Union Brunswick. Well, that's okay. I think he works. We'll just send him over there, and then hopefully, I imagine, like in every school or university, there's someone just roughly like me. So there's probably someone doing a radio show right now called like the um, Audible Radio Show. Do you think he'll give us free stuff from unspecified clothing brand? Um, I don't think he would think we're t- those types of guys that would absorb that type of stuff. Mm. But that's okay. Um, I got his. I I really like his um photography stuff he does for them yeah Quite i saw his impressive. instagram it's really neat did yeah. you see that skateboard one yeah i thought i like skateboards that's cool. that's cool i never want to be on a skateboard <laughs> i remember i um, watch people yeah skateboards are actually super duper dangerous mm. this is my psa about skateboards i once rode a, a skateboard down a hill and then i got off of it by jumping off of it onto mm. some grass and then i looked at my elbow and it was like i'd just been like melted grated <laughs> it was ridiculous i i like got up and was like oh Whoops. I'm injured, baby. Um, yeah, inaudible17 at gmail. Anyway. Shut up, Harry. Inaudible17 <laughs> at gmail.com. I guess the, the email that no one uses is a bit more important. <laughs> well, in all fairness, I haven't checked the emails yet. So if you want to do some stalling, Harry, you're in Albury. Tell us about the sights of Albury. What was it like? Right. There was some trees dropping leaves everywhere. Mm. That's a, not unlike anywhere else trees. on the planet except for like the Sahara Desert. Well, deciduous trees are not native to Australia. Mm. You might, um, what are they called? The ones that we have all year, the gum trees, etc. all year round is leaves. Hmm. European trees, hmm. American, North American trees, they drop their leaves. Here comes an ad real quick uh, from Jonathan Davis. This is a ad that they that um, people send you when they find out that you have a podcast. Um, for some reason, they like really like to tickle your feathers because I guess they think that podcast people are idiots. Here, check this out. This is the email that I got by a guy called Jonathan Davis. Right. Hey. He's a fan of the show. He's clearly a fan of the show. Hey, won't you please claim your podcast on Wisdom? I'm impressed by your pod and want your unique voice on Wisdom. I don't think that anyone who listens to this show would ever say, I'm impressed by your pod. <laughs> he would obviously say, I'm impressed by your radio show. I'm impressed by your unique voice. Um, here's, uh, oh, Emmanuel. I he has oh, such Manuel, a sexy please. name. I've had a really um, sexy week this week. <laughs> <laughs> how's your How's your womanizing going? Um, Have you I'm, decided to the point where you don't call it womanizing anymore? I've decided I'm just never going to mention it. And right. if you see me with a girl, then I'm with a girl. But other than that, I'm not going to really mention it because I feel like it's probably either unhealthy. If I, I think if I show up and then I gloated about it or if mm. I 
like um, I would either gloat about it or like just engage in toxicity about it. Hey girl, it. I talked about you on radio show <laughs> this week. Pretty cool, huh? Pretty cool, pretty cool. But even then, it's like it, it's like I've once I get the approval and I get like the showing off of the trophy <laughs> of all my hard work, then like yeah, I think I I start to become an asshole, like really <laughs> lazy. So I don't want to do that. So um, this there will be no more womanizing talk until otherwise necessary. But um, oh yeah, so I've had a really wacky week this week. This is. I've had like a battle of the universe with the universe where it's like I've been having the absolute peaks of incredible things like happening in the external world, but my personal life has been absolutely abhorrent. <laughs> Here's an example, right? So like I went to uni and I we finished up this project where I had to do like an actual news show. So I was a presenter on a news show. Hi, this is Orion Menson reporting for the Eve. Like it was really good work. I sent in my last name. No, don't even do that. Don't even worry about it. I'm You've a celebrity. You've already said it so many times. Um, yeah, it's true. <laughs> Why would I even be defensive about that? It doesn't make any sense but anyway um yeah i did that thing and i had to actually do like a news show and i had to like properly represent people's work it was a real challenge but i think i did all right in the end of the day because i got chosen for being the presenter because i took the piss out of the like um stock one that we had to do I was like, <laughs> news is so funny and everyone said you're so funny orion and then i became the news reporter and be so our leader be a leader and so i guided everyone through how to do a new show well actually everyone guided me through because i was trying to take the piss calling the other presenters tosses and things like that i was a bit um useless until guided otherwise and that's sam wanker reporting from albury showgrounds <laughs> that's exactly what i was sort of like so anyway um i did that and then like i came home and then tried to do something else and my car broke down so it's there we go the, <laughs> the benefit the good things happen and then bad things happen. It's not like bad things as in like I had a family member who like remitted into chemotherapy or something like that. It's really like just first world problem, mm. car broken down. Mm. Like for example, like oh, so I did wrestling. I did a wrestling match in front of a large crowd, did really, really well. Everyone thought I was really good at wrestling. And then I um, came home and my room, my room's just completely filthy. It was terrible. Like, yeah, I did, oh, top delivery driver in the pizza shop, but also I've spent the entire afternoon either trying to fix my car, failing to do that, and then like not doing any yoga or anything. I think I spent the rest of the afternoon, my break, my one time to relax. I watched a YouTube video, like, you know, them YouTube videos that are like, dog gets rehomed. I think I sat there, watched that and cried. But that's been my, <laughs> that's been my week. But yeah, I did a wrestling match, and I think that's a little known fact about me, because I was walking through the pizza shop, and I realized there's a lot of different personalities of which they do not intertwine. Like, I've got, I'm Ryan at the pizza shop, mm. the small, moody man who says little and does his work to the absolute peak of ability, and then there's Orion at the university, who does cool stuff at university, and then there's... Oran, the professional wrestling psychotic that I've had to adapt to. And then there's me on the real YouTube channel, which is Oran again. So there's a lot of different things, but I just realized that's a thing. Split personality. Yeah, it's a bit like that. But I'm... Because I've not done like uh, managed my personal life to the greatest extent, it's only a matter of time until like the it only all comes link crashing all down. comes crashing down. So I'm gonna tomorrow, like I think as soon as I get this radio show done, I'm gonna go home and clear my room. That's a Seinfeld thing for you. Worlds are colliding. Mm -hmm. You have relationship George and friend friendship George or something, mm -hmm. and then George's girlfriend gets joins their friend group and George's world explodes. Oh, poor, George. poor George Costanza. Fuck you, so George Costanza. Fuck you, George Costanza. Hey. Um, is there anything else? Oh, I did a wrestling match recently. Said to a woman I was going to kick her to death. 
that was because I well let me preface that I had to I was playing the psychotic asshole narcissist which isn't a very difficult role for me to play <laughs> Oran Nensen <laughs> natural role yeah and I played that and I thought like they said to me before I went out there they said the crowd's really dead so I'm doing actual professional wrestling you know like did you have the guy Cena who's stuff. like you are a wanker I didn't he and wasn't even out he wasn't revving himself up really? so this is professional just wrestling sitting there like I'll let you know, it's professional championship wrestling, a professional wrestling company. I thought, I'm going to do professional wrestling about two years ago. Since then, I've built up to this moment right here where I'm going to burp now. <laughs> but um, yeah, anyway, so I did some professional wrestling. So it's like it's like acting, but but like violent. And I did that in front of a crowd. And I played this narcissistic ass and they said, you got to rev up the crowd, man. Like, just go out there and be really cool. I said, all right. I will not shut the fuck up this entire match. So I spent the entire match just talking shit. I was fighting this guy who looked just like Dylan and had the mannerisms of Dylan. It was so it's funny. Good. Was his his entrance music was let's get down, let's get down. No, he please. showed up in like a varsity jacket, you know, like the school. Oh, that's lame. It's so funny because he has no like any gear and he's in like this varsity jacket. I'm just this psychotic, just like this lunatic. And he walks out and he's got like he's basically expressionless. Like imagine if Dylan had to do this job. Yeah. It's literally like that. Mm. Like he's not a hundred percent into it, but he has these random moments of incredible intensity, mm. which is just really fun. It was a really fun match back and forth. But I came out there and I thought I'm gonna start a fight with someone so I pointed at this lady and she was like laughing at me and I was like ha you laughing at me come into this ring I will kick you to death and then she <laughs> gets up against the barricade and then it's funny because the road of professional wrestling is I will so kick you to death <laughs> I will kill your ass I will kill your ass but um, yeah, I, it's funny. The world of professional wrestling is so ridiculous that when I showed up and I said to everyone that I'd done that, everyone was like, oh, good job, brother. That's good. That's great work in the crowd. What um, about that British guy? Does he still hate you? Uh, oh, no, around? I earned his respect. Nice. Yeah. I think we earned, he earned my respect. I earned his respect. I realized that I didn't like that coach. One of these coaches I had a trouble with, and I was always coming up to Harry and saying, God, that guy hates me so much. But I realized it's just because his classes were difficult. I was showing up kind of half-assing it because mm. I was like, I'm... I'm these classes are too difficult. I should just be... Like, I, when I show up to environments, new environments where I think I have some sort of skill in it, I automatically assume that all training is, like, beyond me, mm. that I'm just above all training, and mm. that I'm just going to walk in there, and, like, they should just recognize my innate talent and abilities without having to sharpen Clap them in any me. way. Clap for me. Yeah, but instead, this time, when I I'll, I'll just there, sit on the side here. I'll watch you guys, and I'll give you some tips. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, that is my mindset. Uh, the first time that I showed up last year, and that's where I had a lot of problems with, like, some of the coaches and stuff, mm. and now since then i worked hard and now i'm actually good at wrestling but um yeah if you ever want well actually i don't think i'll invite the crowd to ever come to professional wrestling i think that when i get a really good opportunity i'll rally the troops but until then oran is just oran on the radio show the talking voice of the voiceless um <laughs> is there anything else we want to review from the last week's episode is there anything that we need uh, to come back on i liked last week's episode i thought it was all right i think it's pretty good um, Jordan Waits' cool. stories were good. He was really good, wasn't he? Mm. Today we're being followed up with Jasper, who was Jordan Waits' attempt at a guest. <laughs> His <laughs> he, attempt? Well, he siphoned this guest onto our radio show, <laughs> which is interesting. So now we have Jasper. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I'm a little bit like lower tone than usual. It's only because I've been speaking to people every day for the last week. Mm. So it's like usually when I show up to the radio show, I'm ecstatic to have the opportunity to speak into someone's ears. But today it's just normal reality for me. Mm. Yeah, because I'm not like 
sat at home in a solipsistic cave, wasting away like a little melting in the corner of my a room. Smell, smelling. <laughs> Let's stop smelling our audience. Hey, you want to watch the rest of that video? Top sixteen animals getting electrocuted to death. Let's do it. Um, yeah, I'll put that on for you. Why don't you stall a little bit again? I bought some socks last week. Yeah, went all the way to North Melbourne. <laughs> cycling socks. Oh, cycling. What do they do? They're like running socks. They've got a little bit of extra padding, like Ooh. where your foot connects to the pedal or sits on the pedal. Right. Um, so I went and got them, and that was like a two-hour excursion. Because <laughs> I just got the bus, and then got the tram. Whoa. And then got the socks, and then got the tram, and then got the bus. Why didn't you take the bike? Why didn't you? Because I would have been all sweaty and gross showing mm. up to a new environment. And then putting on socks. And it's like this shop, they have like coffee machine Oh. And people just like stand around chatting. They have like TV on and stuff like that. It's like it's one a of these bike shop. These no, it's a like bike clothing shop oh, weird. from this brand. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, so I didn't know what to expect. I'm not gonna like cycle into North Melbourne and then <laughs> just like, show up sweating and be like, socks please, need socks. Here's um, I just watched a pig explode, so I'm a little bit grossed out already. But here's the rest of top 16 animals getting electrocuted. Um, I'm really excited. I wonder what's inside. Oh, we watched that iDubs thing recently. I watched that iDubs thing. Oh, you know, yeah. he had his Did big fighting event. Thing? I watched a few fights. I thought they were the actually... The William Osman one was quite good. The William what? Osman. Who's oh, that? No, not him. Fucking the other guy. The short guy. Michael Reeves. Oh, yeah. That's That it. was good. That's yeah. mental. He's full on... That's funny that he went nuts in that. Yeah. <laughs> that's really funny. iDubs TV... Did I, he win his? Nah. No. I think he came... Like he... Nah, he was too... He wasn't good enough. Right. The other guy was just too well-trained. Mm. And um, yeah, it was funny because the commentators are like, oh, these guys have such a great posture for this, but because they're all nerds, it's just because they like had their bar, like backs <laughs> arched over. Anyway, here's some um, top 16 animals getting electrocuted. I keep looking down at my phone. Pig's dead. Dying pig. <laughs> so this is a really... like For those of you who weren't listening to the last week's episode and are confused by the prospect of a pig exploding, well, this is a video that I sent to Riley called Top 16 Moments Animals Get Electrocuted. And I thought, there's no way this could possibly be a concept. Why would we need a top 16 list for the animals that have gotten electrocuted? Surely there isn't moments that we call upon in the Guinness Book of World Records. That animal is the best one to have been electrocuted. But when I actually clicked on that video, what I discovered was a gem of commentary that cannot be unseen, unheard, or unwritten. These are the things that were said. This is one of the segments. Actually, I think we should start at the start real quick just to catch up to where we were at last week mm -hmm. when we first saw it. So here's the opening just for our viewing pleasure. Oh, wow. The bird exploded. <laughs> That's the first three oh, seconds. Oh, wow. Every day, animals suffer from various problems in nature. They even suffer from electrical wires because they don't know they are dangerous. <laughs> they get very close to these dangerous places. In fact, the end is often tragic. This is what we'll see now. Let's go. Right now. That was a goat running away from an electrical wire that it had touched. So that they do pig. not know they are dangerous. Here's the next clip. But it's a little monkey this time. He was electrocuted, but the amazing thing is the mother's reaction. She immediately hugged him with the whole group. <laughs> These shots are beautiful moments that show us how kind monkeys are to each other. <laughs> Dogs are one of the most powerful animals that give us a strong reaction when they are electrocuted by electrical wires. <laughs> These are two bold and strong... What? 
love that Dogs one. are one of the most powerful animals that give us a strong reaction when they are electrocuted by electrical wires. <laughs> These are two bold and strong dogs who are... <laughs> the bold and strong that dogs makes, that were electrocuted. That makes no fucking sense whatsoever. <laughs> it's, he's just gone full watch mojo mode. Yeah. Where it's just like... Start fucking getting some buzzwords and yeah. <laughs> trying to line them up. I love how it's like he's speaking about the most powerful animals and somehow oh, connects wow. that. <laughs> somehow connects that to electrical wires. Dogs are one of the most powerful animals that give us a strong reaction when they are electrocuted by electrical wires. <laughs> These are two... As if scientists have been working at that for ages, trying mm -hmm. to figure out which animal gives the most powerful reaction. Gives us the most powerful reaction to on the, electrocution. On the Mr. Beast, on the Mr. Breast's uh, <laughs> list of top animals that would give an electrical Mr. reaction. Mr. Breast has disease. <laughs> His old and strong dogs who are I don't want to play any of the audio from like animals getting electrocuted, because I just play... What will happen when the elephant meets the electrical wire? What will happen? Fucked if I know. <laughs> this giant approached one of the wires in a protected area. Fortunately, he had a large hose to test the wires. That's not when true. When it was stunned, he was not much affected. He slowly retreated. The but here, things were different. Although he was not affected at all, he broke the electric poles. I think the elephant can't be shocked hard because it's very large. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> It's very large. <laughs> what do you mean? What FYI, I can't right see what's going the on the screen. I can just hear this. <laughs> All right, it's just queuing this up. I think the elephant can't be shocked hard because it's very large. What do you think? Write for us in the comments. <laughs> what do you think? I don't know. Was like, I don't know, I reckon. <laughs> I reckon it can get shocked. I think Just so. increase the voltage. I think that'll do it. <laughs> Um, yeah, let's <laughs> increase the voltage. <laughs> if only. Comment um, that. Increase the voltage and the elephant <laughs> will get shocked. If only we could increase the voltage of this elephant. It's for science, though. It's it important. It is for science. He, I love how he sounds like he could be like 35. Yeah. But he's basically making the comments that a 10-year-old child would be making. <laughs> I know. Like, dude, this is crazy. Do you think it's because it's so large? <laughs> Yeah, straight up. <laughs> Who's that audience that's actually like clicking on that? It's got to just be... Ten-year-olds. Ten-year-olds, people in Smosh third watches. world countries that don't exactly know what they're looking at. Smosh watches. Smosh watches, maybe. Oh, Shut up! That's Jasper. Hey, man, I'm at the car park. All right, we're going to go get Jasper. Harry's going to play a go. special song. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. You just heard Harry's special song for this week. What are you gonna play? What did you play last week? You played your Sahil slow mo edit, which is I think is really Sahil good. Rocks remix. The you think it's really good? I, I remember really fucking nice. shitting on it. Well, yeah, like, that's because back this then sounds like some shit my dad would listen to. <laughs> that's because back then, because of my dad's music taste, I just assumed that anything wasn't rock and roll, brother. It was shit. So yeah, like, right. I always despised that sort of stuff. We're here with the actual Jasper. I'm not gonna say your last name. I feel like we'll spare you of that instead of just. Plugging Jordan Waits, Jordan Waits, Jordan whole name, Jordan Waits. We're here with Jasper, who we know from high school. <laughs> Jasper, please introduce yourself. I think that you are an interesting man and you have a capable way of introducing yourself. Go ahead. Introduce yourself to the inaudible radio listeners. My name is Jasper and the difference 
between me and Jordan is that my first name is only my first name. Jordan Waits is Jordan's first name. Oh, <laughs> I see. It's his entire the name. Jordan and the Waits, they go together. <laughs> Jordan hyphen Waits. <laughs> but I feel comfortable just using my first name. That's very cool. Right. Well, Thank you for having me on the podcast. No problem. It's an honor. <laughs> I know it's necessarily an honor, but we're glad to have you because we do need guests. If there's one thing that we do need, it's guests. Um, sorry, that completely sounds like we're just objectifying you, using you entirely as a guest. But You're um, like a yeah. commodity to us. I'm just a... I'm just a metric. Jasper and I have somehow no managed to know each other throughout an entire, like our, basically our entire lives we've managed to know each other and just interspersed our paths have intertwined. Many people have been lost, many people have been found, but Jasper is one of them that has been found. And Jasper, how long have we known each other? Probably, Gee, I think it's been since prep, literally. I think yeah, we were friends in prep. How that? Five, many, I don't know. Years ago is that would have been. I would have been five in prep. Fifteen years. Fifteen years. Yeah. Fifteen years. Yeah. Ooh, that's a similar well, number to you and Riley. Years. Yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe in prep. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um. Do you remember much of our relationship in prep? I don't particularly. It was mainly um, long marathons of watching the Upside Down show, mm-hmm. which is a great. It was a bitch and show. Set a pretty good cartoon network show. Angry piece of propaganda. Yeah, it's like a cartoon network show. It had a bald geezer. <laughs> First time right. I used the word geezer in a while. It had a bald geezer and this other dude, and they would like do spaz out on camera type. Humor. They would improv yeah. with objects that weren't there. Yeah. Right. So it was you know sort of like. Did they speak? Sort of like miming. Uh, they did speak. Yeah. Sp- Maybe a songs. little bit of speaking. It was a lot of like acapellas. Mm. Like, That's right. Uh, yeah, yeah. I saw them do like an actual like adult comedy. Like my nan gra- dragged me off to it, and they were yeah. really funny. Yeah, they were surprisingly funny. Sure. I'm gonna burp. Um, you guys talk amongst each other. Uh, go ahead. Sorry. Um, this is Harry and Jasper, who also know each other from high school. I think we first met for the Italy trip. Yeah, that was that was probably the first time that me and Harry ever spoke. Mm. Yeah. Was on the way to Italy. Yeah, which I was way too young for. I feel. I mean, <laughs> looking back on that trip, I feel like I was way too young. How old were you guys when you went to Italy, as part oh. of a school trip, which is a pretty bitching school trip, it's if I do say cool, myself? Yeah. yeah. 15, 16? 15, 16, Yeah. Yeah. What a first world privilege. We don't have to worry about food. We don't have to worry about water. But bitch, we can go <laughs> so to sweet. freaking Italy. Uh, That's pretty yeah, cool. I really wish that I sort of like appreciated it more mm. yeah I mean, have you got, got plans to see to some really cool places have you got is italy or have you got europe on your travel list or yeah i think i think europe you go back europe's gonna have to happen mm-hmm. me and my um me and my significant other mm. we're gonna be traveling to america at the end of the year Whoa. so that'll be a massive culture shock. which parts feel of america like that's my home in a way mm. california but side or i've never surely. been there but i can right. just feel like you know Mm. The same see, reason that everyone that. hates America, I feel like I would love America. <laughs> <laughs> you just love getting shot. Yeah, exactly. Please. You know, I'm walking into a convenience store and just smelling <laughs> like a cherry. Everyone's like, man, this this reeks. It smells like nitrates. It's not. It smells really good. <laughs> <laughs> you're a movie. You're a Hollywood fan, I would assume, such as like, yeah, big but like uh, is Tarantino. Your, is your Instagram mm. name... From fucking Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Sure is. Ha! Thought so. Good I, work, I Harry. That, I caught that You're as the first person to ever <laughs> to ever point that out. Right. There you go. I'm just so attentive. Uh, I, I saw the quote from the taxi driver. I thought it was really good. <laughs> you had the oh, bio, yes. the taxi driver quote. Yes. Yeah. That's my favorite film. Mm, that's your favorite film. Those are probably two of my favorite films. Once Upon a Time know. in Hollywood and Taxi Driver. I don't know if I like Taxi Driver as much anymore. I'm not sure about it. It was really, it really fit my like solipsistic ideas of myself at the time. I was like, yeah, man, self improvement and stuff. I'm gonna become the fucking guy, and then the hero. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna save a prostitute. People. I'm gonna kill people. Well, that's but like why back it's in the so, day, that's why it's 
such a compelling story mm. because the whole time you can see that he really, really wants to make some changes. Yeah. So you're on his side and you think that he's, you know, the protagonist. Mm. But he's the pro. Mm. And then he lets you down right at the end. Yeah. He really, really betrays you. I watched it. I watched it from the thing that like something bad's going to happen. He's got to do something bad. So the whole time I was sitting there, like, <laughs> like just, 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 just keep doing that. Don't, <laughs> yeah. don't, don't, don't the guy. Just let it. her go. <laughs> yeah, Literally. you don't need to call her again. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. and that's cool, man. Oh my god, watching that movie, he's so slick at the start, and he's like, I'm like, oh yeah, I could steal some of those lines, man. He's really good with that girl, and then he just fucks it so bad, takes it to a <laughs> porno cinema, the psychotic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do you remember that, oh, man? I the cinematography is really great on that. Last time yeah, I watched, oh, it, yeah, the it final is. scene, the bird's eyes. They, oh yeah, uh, make their way out of the apartment, and all the cops are. Yeah, oh yeah, man, that's a. Do you reckon at the very end of Taxi Driver, do you reckon, sorry to spoil it, but this is, it doesn't really give enough information for it to be a spoiler, but you reckon at the very end of Taxi Driver, what the, what was that scene at the very end where that woman With gets the into mirror. the back of the cab and do you think, like I've heard theories that he's, she's not even there and like he just imagines that whole thing, but I don't know. I reckon it's meant to be like a, a symbol that he's kind of like above his sort of relationship needs or something like that. He's kind of transcended it and he's beyond it or maybe there's something else to it. What do you think, Jasper? What did you make of that? The way that I sort of translated that scene was the scene that comes before that. Mm -hmm. They're panning across a wall and there's a newspaper clipping. Yes. And that clipping was the news story of when Travis Bickle goes inside the apartment complex and then he rescues yeah. the young prostitute. He rescues her. Good work. So he's the hero. Mm. And then there's a note. Mm. from her parents that was written to Travis Bickle saying, thank you so much mm. for returning our Iris to us. We are, you know, we're forever in your debt. Mm. So now, deep down, he thinks that he's the hero and then he's reading all these news stories that are telling him he's the hero. Mm. So he's in the car, his hair's grown back, he's sort of back to normal yeah. and he thinks he's the hero and he thinks that he's actually done the cleanup that he was meant to do. Mm. And then when when she gets in, he sort of has like a blast from the past and then he looks into the mirror, mm. the the little mirror in his car. And that's the moment where I think that he realizes mm. what he's actually done mm. and that he's a murderer and he's crazy. Full on. <laughs> Far out. But that's all in a glance. There's there's no yeah. dialogue. Yeah. That's really interesting that you got that out of it. It makes me worry about my own mental health that I <laughs> <laughs> that I may have potentially. Oh yeah, he's a really good guy. Yeah. I'm gonna do that. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's a really he was not the hero. He was an antihero. He was definitely an antihero. I definitely agree with that. Yeah, I love the that best movie. stories. Yeah, I think that's really good. There's like so many little obscure moments too, where it's like he's like almost just completely dominated by his stupid. Like, do you remember at the first bit where he first encounters the prostitute, and it's like you can tell he's almost like thinking about sleeping with this girl. You can mm. kind of tell, but he holds himself back. But that's like some territory that no movie would ever seem to go. It's really intense. That yeah, film. I mean, it was yeah. I couldn't advocate enough if you were a bored man with a laptop spending time doing nothing. Watch Taxi Driver instead. Any other films that you are of incredible interest to? <laughs> I saw you mentioned Matthew McConaughey. I'd imagine you're a big Matthew McConaughey fan. Yeah, huge. Mm -hmm. I love huge. Matthew McConaughey. I think he's, yeah. You like him in Wolf Super of Wall Street? Underrated. I do like him in Wolf I of Wall Street. I love him in Wolf of Wall Street. I quote that all the time. You jack off. That type of shit I think is really good. It's above the shoulders, mustard shit. <laughs> That's very good. How many days, how many times a day you jerk off? That's really good. <laughs> Fucking hell. Say some more Matthew McConaughey stuff. Say Murph. Don't let me leave like this, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
That's wicked. Man, I went to go see that film in IMAX. <laughs> did you see the IMAX yeah. thing? We fucking yeah. did that. Yeah. I went to go see it in IMAX. Nice. And then about... So when they're heading into the black hole... Did you see like it real quick? Did you see it in 3D? Or did you see the like... Film. What did you see? We saw it just recently in IMAX. So there was mm. no 3D. It was we just, were probably fucking we there with in the you, same yeah. cinema. Yeah. yeah, I think we're, we were there on like a Thursday. Mm. Yeah. 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 That was it, yeah. May have literally been did in the same cinema. Did they mess it up? Mess it up. Or maybe they did two nights. So there was one. So the night that um, that we went, right when they're going into the black hole, there's like a siren noise. Mm. But that's only meant to play once or twice. Mm. And all of a sudden, like it's been like five minutes. It's just wheel, 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 wheel. And Whoa. then everyone starts looking around. And you're like, could <laughs> have sworn there was dialogue. And then <laughs> they cut to a separate scene yeah. and they're talking and the siren's still going off. Whoa. And I was like, they've messed this up. And everyone like turns around and they're like, yeah, that wasn't meant to happen. So now we're going to play the digital version. Ah, whoa. Which looked terrible. Yeah. Not really? Not terrible. Not yeah, it's still yeah, IMAX. It's a big screen. But yeah. The first like hour and a half on film was incredible. The lighting okay. is out of this world. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's man. It's really impressive. We didn't get that experience. Yeah, we must have been to a different night, but <laughs> yeah. it was really good. No, yeah. man. It was a transcendent experience. It was really incredible. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I walked out of that cinema and I thought... Because like when you're walking around in real life, there's a lot of other things that you're dealing with in your visual experience, thoughts, brain, coming to sound. Yeah. But with that, it's just focusing on a visual. It like puts you in the moment in a way that you can't really match in even reality. I remember sitting on the bus on the way home and everything's fucking like shaking, like yeah. on the freeway. And you get like that fucking sound effect when they're going into the black hole and all that <laughs> shit. And it's like, dude, I'm fucking Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to go through the black hole. Oh, wait, it's just the eastern. Let's bring it back down to <laughs> Earth. We are not in Hollywood yet. One At some point, we quite. will be invited We're on... pretty close. Let's be fair. Like Latrobe <laughs> University yeah, is pretty close. <laughs> I'm really hoping. Do you see your um, life going in a direction where you could be sucked up in the realm of <laughs> LA or something like that? Or where do you... Pl- where your, where's your mindset now? You don't have to like mention, oh yeah, I'm working at this place. Here's my address. <laughs> You just like in general, where where do you see your life? Because we spoke with Jordan, and he said he's he's very comfortable right now, just living a normal life. He hasn't got like aspirations of like uh, the silver screen or anything like that. He's got very traditional type aspirations. Where do you see yourself in the future? Yeah, I think um, my truest calling is being an actor. Mm. For sure, um, Full on. that's something I've always felt. But then I think. Once you go to high school and everyone makes fun of you, you think, nah, that's kind of ridiculous. Jasper, I wanted to ask you about that because in primary school, I remember I feel like you had like an incredible flamboyant personality. You were always being president. You were always presenting yourself in talent shows and things like that. I feel like you copped a lot of heat for it. I think even I, just out of like, well, I'm not trying to say that I'm free of all um, like uh, cause, but I definitely like felt like... I would talk to people and it would be almost a conversation starter. Look, there's Jasper, man. He's doing something over there. I don't like that he's doing that thing, which I think genuinely probably came from a place of wow. fear and embarrassment and jealousy at the time. But did you like, how did that influence? Um, did you at any point feel like you didn't want to be a certain version of yourself? Because you were very uh, extroverted. You had the capacity to be quite talent. Like you demonstrated your talents in a very impressive way in primary school. How did you think like that? Um, environment shaped that maybe a little bit of background mm. when I was in grade maybe grade one two and a little bit of grade three I used to just get up in front of the assembly and dance to Michael Jackson yeah that's it all the time yeah and even before people used to make fun of me for it there would be random people that would come up to me and go man I don't know how you do it mm. like how do you get up 
and do that in front of everyone. You mean even kids and you're, that you're age. having so much fun. Yeah. Fucking hell. My age, like they're saying that. <laughs> now looking back, that was a very progressive mindset. Yeah. That's for really a, for a six or seven year old to have. To yeah. go, I like respect. I could never do it, but you do it and you have heaps of fun that's and that's crazy. awesome. So that, that. <laughs> like that made me feel really, really good. Yeah. And then, you know. Wow. As they got older, it got worse. That sucks. Sort of turned to criticism. And then mm. I felt like maybe I should sort of think that maybe this is making people uncomfortable. Full on, really? You yeah. Need to turn it in from that. So I had to sort of tone it down. And then mm. I'm just. Where do yeah, you. Where I'm do working you. my way back up to that level of nonchalance. But I feel like, mm. you know, when you're a kid, you have a lot of nonchalance anyway. Of course, yeah. yes. Where do you now um, externalize your capacity for acting and creativity? Where do you put your energy? Do you have like um, like an agency or something? Like, do, are you working in the acting industry right now or training? Not at the moment I am. Um, this is kind of a, yeah, it's a little bit of a weak excuse, but I feel like these are my research years. Like, mm. These are the years where like, like I try to go to the cinema alone once or twice a week. Mm just to watch to watch more people and to try and sort of learn the art of it very cool to learn the craft because well you know mm. what that's actually doing is just um sort of like holding me back from actually getting involved myself because mm. i can sit in a cinema and go wow that guy does that well maybe i could do it a little bit better mm. than that guy and this guy's just way overrated mm. um but i think like i need to put who do you think is the most thing. the most overrated actor you've seen recently, or like one that do lots you, of people you, hold do you, up high? Like, can you stomach like action <clears throat> movies? Because even I feel like I start, I I kind of grow and roll my eyes at something like a Fast and Furious nineteen or some shit like that. Do you? Yeah, can no, you still? That stuff's, that stuff's garbage. <laughs> yeah, you reckon? Yeah. No. So you're not into like mainstream Hollywood. You would rather be a little bit more of an obscure artist in like, um, the sense of like Tarantino or something like that, but a little bit mainstream less. Hollywood. Yeah, I sort of feel like the um. The, the lines are like a little bit blurred. It used to be that only the action films would get made and then you got like the independent studios mm, yeah. like 24. Mm. So oh, I just used to watch those. D- have you seen, um, do you like Good Time and those ones? Yeah, that was a fantastic you movie. You saw yeah. Good Time? Nice. Far out. Harry that was really, forced really me to watch really that. Like that yeah. Oh man, I'm what a telling film. everyone to watch it. And yeah. Uncut Gems as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. But good Time was insane. Like, mm. Yeah, well, wow. so fucking stressful. <laughs> yeah, the Safety brothers, man, they know how to make it stressful for oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uncut Gems, I was gonna have a panic attack. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen Uncut Gems. Yet. My it's because I don't trust Adam Sandler as an actor. He's, I don't trust him because of his fucking, mil- his films and comedy. Yeah, but it's so, he's like such a good actor, and I was mm. so impressed. He's so good. Have I, you guys he normally seen... annoys me, like in the comedy movies. I'm like, <laughs> oh, you're the stupid guy. Are you dumb? I get it. I'm I get it. <laughs> so stupid. Have you guys seen any of Nicolas Cage's most recent films? The one that he did very recently, The mm. Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Mm. It's Maybe. Does he play himself in it? Yes. Yeah, right. I've been hearing about that. I've got to watch great. that. Mm. Really, really great. Yeah, I think he's killing it. Have you seen a film called Mandy with Nicolas Cage? The only Nicolas Cage film I think I've seen, mm. at least recently, is Face Off with John Travolta. Fuck. <laughs> really? <laughs> Where they switch faces. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> is that how it goes? That's what that yeah. film is? Yeah. I thought it was like a fighting film. What the fuck? It's not fight. Well... The film would be like, that's mm. an action film. Mm. But the concept behind two people changing faces, mm. it's intense. Because <laughs> the whole time that you're looking at Nicolas Cage, that's meant to be John Travolta <laughs> and vice versa. Mm. That's so the mannerisms change, the yeah. language changes. Yeah. But you always forget. 
you're like, oh, wait, no, sorry, that's actually John Travolta, not Nicolas Cage. That's actually kind of a sick movie concept now that I think of it. When did that get made? Oh, 90s. Yeah, 90s, I believe. Right. Yeah. Sounds like a very 90s concept. Yeah. During the second prime of John Travolta. Mm. The second prime. Post Pulp Fiction. Not the first one. The first, the first one was Grease. The actual prime. Yeah, and Saturday Night Yeah, Theater. I forget that he's on Grease. It's mental, John Travolta. Haven't well, you haven't seen Pulp ones. Fiction yet. No, I still haven't fucking seen yeah. Pulp Fiction. Man, yeah. you could slice it up on the dance floor. Seriously. <laughs> Yeah, Saturday Night on. Fever is some of the most unreal disco dancing I've ever seen. I forget that he was in all these actual dancing movies. And then yeah. in Pulp Fiction, he does this dopey, like, like twisting his hips real slow. That was sort of sly. like a nod to his previous characters, that, yeah. that little twist scene. Yeah, for sure. Oh, Which true. Cool. Oh, when they're in the diner and they yeah. got all of them cars and stuff and you haven't seen Pulp Fiction. Harry's looking at me I've going... Seen, I've seen little clips, of course. Yeah, surely. Yeah. It's an infamous, famous movie. Seen that. It's great. Yeah, no. Yeah, we it's went through... Like, um, the beginning of like a different sort of genre of, tr- of um, mm. what's crime it, thrillers. What's your right. favorite Tarantino film? Because we have started kind of going through each one. We have. Uh, Which ones have we watched? Um, I shoved Death Proof so hard <laughs> down everyone's gob. That's my favorite See, I film. I actually really like that film. Yeah, I reckon it's I really sick. like that film. Yeah. I think like there's a lot of dialogue. Mm. But like some of those chicks are badass, man. Yeah, those dude. Those cars. It's sick. Stuntman Mike. Yeah. He family drinks. <laughs> Virgin pina coladas. <laughs> what a character. What a He's character. He's got the satin jacket that says Icy Hot on the back. Oh my God, that's sick, isn't it? It's Man. such a, like a little, ah. Uh, Kurt Russell. Mm. He knows how to do it. He's really good in that. But what's your favorite Tarantino film? Favorite Tarantino, I think it would be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm. With a close second being Inglorious Bastards. Mm. That's a good one. Yeah. That's the yeah. one about World That's War fair. II. I haven't thought about that one in a while. Mm. But that is a full one. Yeah, I went to rewatch it and it was it wasn't on Netflix. I want like ten that. Nazi scalps. <laughs> I think that's sick. <laughs> Bongiorno. Bongiorno. Oh, dude, the character is the best. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I can. I feel like I love that fucking thing. Oh yeah, the and Germans the they... will know us and they will fear us. <laughs> 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 what were you say? On the, uh, I was gonna say the fucking concept that Germans just they can't tell, like they'll. They can't understand Italian accents or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. you could just like fucking say some bullshit in a fucked American accent and they'll think you're Italian or whatever. And <laughs> well, they the just guy buy who it. finds them out in that film. Bongiorno like. <laughs> How scary they don't is that notice. guy, Hans Londa? Oh, yeah. He's full on, isn't he? Yeah, that's yeah. a great character. Oh, I love him. <laughs> that first scene with the milk, man. Raj yeah. <laughs> I love the actor too that's playing the what dude if I, like, freaking out. Oh, and he's like like nearly crying and you can see the sweat rolling down his face that yeah. Quentin Tarantino is really great at creating an environment that's just uneasy just like in um, what's his first film um, them Reservoir Dogs Reservoir Dogs oh that's such an uncomfortable situation <laughs> that film is literally just like in my head I was watching this I was like I don't know who I support I don't know if I support anyone and at the end of it I thought this was just a really bad situation told in a really interesting way the thing that I found so funny about that film was yeah. well not funny more sort of realistic, I guess, was like when someone gets shot in a movie, they'll go like, Ugh, I'm shot. <laughs> and then they'll lay on the ground. They'd be like, yeah, it hurts so bad. <laughs> but in this film, Tim Roth gets shot and he screams most of the movie. He's, <laughs> most of the movie, he's like, I'm going to die, man. I'm not <laughs> yeah, making it, man. So, and he's fine. No matter how much conversation is happening, you can't get over that this guy's in a lot of pain. And Straight like, up. it sort of makes you feel like, man, getting shot and bleeding out would hurt a lot more then Dwayne the Ron Johnson. <laughs> Dwayne the Ron Johnson. <laughs> Dwayne, Dwayne the, Ron- the Ron Johnson, baby. 
Um, yeah. yeah. Hey, apparently um, Reservoir Dogs was Kurt Cobain's favorite film before he passed away. He said it was his favorite film. They watched it a million times. He was meant to be in Pulp Fiction, apparently. There's a little bit of yeah, the, Quentin Tarantino. The drug from, dealer. Yeah. He was, that would, I don't think he would have played that well at all. I think the Kurt Cobain was too much of an awkward guy. Did, were you, what's your music taste like? Were you well, much a bit of, of Nirvana? A bit of uh, Nirvana. Yeah. Yeah, I sort of like everything. Mm, really cool. into jazz. Um, yeah. Love old rock. Like, mm. what else? Psychedelic. Mm. Sort of stuff. Psychedelic rock. Very yeah, cool. I think that was the beginning of something else mm. that we've <sighs> sort of forgotten in music. Um, I Kendrick's new album is I haven't heard off it yet. the chain. Kendrick? Kendrick Lamar? Mm-hmm. And I really don't like mm. Kendrick Lamar. Mm. But I feel like, you know, whenever there's like a big new album that comes out, I feel like I need to give it a listen and it was worth it. It was great. Mm. Terrific. Is it? Is it a double album? How is it? Double it's, album. I don't believe... He, re- he released a single... Um, Right. A little bit early the same week. Mm. That was really good. Very cool. Do we want to take like a small intermission here? I think we've been going, what does that say, 21 minutes? 21 minutes. Let's take a small intermission here, just a quick five minutes. Harry's going to play one of his special fun, fun songs. And I think when we come back, we'll just um, lament a little bit more about the stupidity of high school <laughs> and close it out with maybe, Jasper, you got any ghost stories that you can tell us? Yeah, might have a story. It's you might have a story. Might have a story. Might have a story. It's like a ghostly being. I guess you'd say. That's very cool. Well, we got you can ghostly give us an beings. Election Day rap, maybe. Oh shit! Election I day rap. It's literally rap. Election Day. Have you voted? No, I haven't. This Are you is going? What? Are you going? Am I going to? Oh, you're uh, going to just cop the twenty dollar fine? It's, it's two hundred bucks. No, I feel. Someone said it was twenty. We're lucky enough to be in a, to be living in a country where we can vote and we can yeah, have a say of course. so if I don't have a say and then I complain yeah. like, exactly. oh man who voted this guy in well <laughs> sort of you it wasn't me <laughs> anyway I didn't vote for him well you yeah. didn't vote for the other guy either yeah, yeah real quick before we go to the intermission I did want to real quick summarise a political point that I did have I was thinking recently Harry I said this thing to you and you went oh it's actually reasonable and this is the thing that I thought because I was kind of like always espousing the view that man we shouldn't even vote because Russell Brand should be so we shouldn't even vote <laughs> fucking Russell Brand has given you so many <laughs> shitty points he's also given me lots of good points Harry T right. and I will never I'll never forgive him for giving me those good points (laughs) but check it here was my political perspective because I was thinking that we're actually I was sort of just like putting my pizza in my car and I thought I'm driving around my aunt's car right now because my other car's broken down but I thought I live in a country where I'm quite comfortable with what's going on around me I'm quite comfortable I know it's probably not comfortable for a lot of people but I'm quite comfortable I thought at least we're not in a police state type democracy or something like that I'm not really like that hateful the government I think that if I should have like a revolutionary cause or political energy I should be putting it towards like corporate hegemony and all the different like new tech and stuff like that like I feel like that's where the real problem is Harry's having a seizure and I think it's actually causing problems with the audio we're going to go to our intermission with those thoughts um, I don't think I communicated that ideology or anyway I'll create a manifesto I'll create what happened something to the incredible. pizza? the pizza? You said that there was a pizza in that story, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden it was Russell Brand, and it was, <laughs> he's a pizza man. I'm a pizza delivery, delivery guy. Pizza. Yeah, you know where Phil used to work. Wow, you work at. Mm. That's the best pizza this side of the hemisphere. We're gonna go into intermission now before we start talking more about. <laughs> how he's gonna sense that? Go ahead. <laughs> We're back, we're back, 
from the intermission, I did want to real quick specify my political comments. I did want to just say these things, right? These are the words I want to say because I realized that the last things I just said that they didn't make no sense. This is what I want to say, right? This is my political opinion. Government, we should watch out for them. Make sure they ain't doing nothing to dictatorship. But remember that they are the one, only one thing, boundary protector against the corporate hegemony and big tech corporations that are trying to run your life for the intent of making money. big tech corporations. Big tech's pretty intense. Any corporation. Pharmaceuticals, specifically. Specifically them. Just, just stuff Russell Brand talks about. <laughs> just stuff Russell Brand talks about. All right. Um, anything else we want to get to? Oh, inaudible17 at gmail.com. You want to use our fucking email to say something to us. Do you send lots of emails these days, Jasper? Do, do, do the, goddamn damn do the unspecified business dudes, unspecified business that you work at, do they use... We use email. email? Yeah. We use email and airdrop. You happy to mention that uh, business? Airdrop, yeah. Wait, are you like a big person in that business? Am I a big person in that business? Um... In terms of the the way that, how do I explain this? <laughs> I feel like you don't have to explain it. I don't want to say job. yes, but like I don't want to say no and discount myself. Mm. The way that we appear on social media, yes, that is largely a result of what I do Whoa. day to day. Full on. So, call it what you will. Are you a chippy as well right now? No, I'm not. You're not a chippy. Not Why a chippy. not? What made you stop? Yeah, oh, it's an awful workplace, and it's actually <laughs> it's. It's really quite sad how like we're losing the next generation of people that want to become mm. blue collar workers mm. because of how bad the apprenticeships are. Really? Right. Like, is that a thing? Hazing. Yeah, it's just bad. Like, mm. explain. They're so mean to you. Right. Well, I'm not gonna. <laughs> no, did you, you don't have, have to. Did yeah, you have a Ryan's dad as your? <laughs> no, I didn't actually. <laughs> My dad is a scary man. I once heard him lambasting an apprentice. Really? It's ridiculous. Yeah. Is he a? What does he do? He's a carpenter. He oh, does. Yeah. He has his own carpentry business, and he does big houses. Nice. Yeah. Um, he's all right. <laughs> he's all right. Shout out to <laughs> dad. Right. Shout out to my dad. I guess it's he's just, right. Yeah, it's 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 really really hard being an apprentice, and I think mm. yeah, it's. I like, feel like it would be a pretty thankless job. They, yeah, that's true. They yeah, pay nothing. They fucking make you do the the shit jobs, <laughs> and then they're rude to you. Like, yeah, then they're rude you, to you. Oh, what are you? What are you into? And like, well, wow. You don't watch the footy? <laughs> That's weird, man. <laughs> really? Fucking hell. Darius here loves footy. I you're just fucking standing here fucking... What do you do? Watch fucking movies? <laughs> <laughs> do, you, exactly. do you watch sports of any kind? No, not at all. Not at all. Even like the cool ones, which I think is the cool one, UFC. <laughs> I watch cool. UFC. I don't watch UFC. Mm. Well, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Live your life It doesn't really matter <laughs> Well if we went I don't know if that was a bad answer <laughs> No that's alright um, You could have just said No I'm actually a rapist That would have been the worst possible answer You could have said I'm a murderer and You could have said those things too But well, I'm a Nazi Why would he have said gone, that? I don't know It's the worst thing you could have said Technically Have you gotten that video up yet Harry? What are you doing? It's The coverage in here is really bad so mm. It's loading slowly Okay Fesky I'm doing I'm, my best I don't understand the why said you don't video, have a desktop Waiting for you Huh? The said video would not be well received in this current climate. No. I'll have to oh. do a million witch laugh censors if we play it. Well, yeah. what was, what was but also just <laughs> the name. What yeah, that's it? true. Like, that's really. I have to censor them too. Yes. Yeah. Can you can you like say the name without saying the difficult bits? Well, no, <laughs> not really. <laughs> I'll, I'll just censor it. I'll just censor it. So we had his character was young, <laughs> as in, which gotcha. is really 
not something to joke about, but I was no. much younger and I didn't yeah. realize. Yeah. No, you should see, there's a bit in um, in Audible videos that I always think back at as, oh, geez, this is one of them things that if I ever become popular, but I can't take it down because it's a good first video. Yeah. I say to Martin... Ah, <laughs> uh, fucking... The alien. Damn it, we said his last name. It's all right. I'm going right. to Well, all at this, this point, yeah. you know that we're censoring yeah, stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, I said to Martin that like he he gets this roast chicken, <laughs> starts fingering it. And I said to him like before, this is the only bit of dialogue that I told him to say. I said to him just like, all right, all right Martin, you need to speak some Hungarian, right? It's, you're meant to be like a Russian character. Speak some Hungarian that sounds roughly like Russian. And then he says some Russian. I go, speak English, you cunt. That's what I say. This is my rabbit. And then, yeah, that's genuinely... So that's that's that thing that I said there, which I'm apologizing for. Now, I apologize to people who can't speak English. You are not cunts. Like, there's not really much else Especially I can say. Especially because you kind of set him up. He told yeah, him, hey, true. do this. And then I Actually, would say that. Actually, don't do this. <laughs> yeah, the way that's that we treated Martin on the set of Chicken Fight, the meetup of the chicken men. Savlaki bros. Savlaki bros versus that. The way we set it up. Yeah, there was a bit of exploitation that went down. Martin had to stand behind a shed holding a roast chicken, waiting for the, the, in the moment where he could come running out. Have you seen that video? I haven't. One of my earliest videos. Wow. Yeah. It was you how guys I, are like a modern day smosh. We're <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! What a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Just, who, who's Coverage the Ian so and who's the bowl-headed guy? Hold on. There's two. There, there's the bowl-headed guy. Ian Hickoxon yeah. and Anthony Padilla. That's Ooh, right. That's right. Anthony Padilla, what happened to him? I swear he had like some weird like awakening or existentialism. He, he started his own channel or some shit. Like yeah. Shit. I swear he was like doing like undercover reporting for something, some <laughs> intense stuff. I remember seeing him on the trending page. What a thing that was, the trending page. To be so bored with life that you would go onto YouTube's trending page and look through that and see if you could find anything amusing. I just It would be a strange time for me. You're looking at me as if you scrolled the trending page many a times in your life, Jasper. I just... I don't even think I knew that, that there was a trending page. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I just sort of live in the search bar of my recommended. That's mm, it. Yeah. The recommended is a bit poisonous, do you reckon? Like I never go on YouTube and I'm like, wow, <laughs> this is popular. <laughs> I reckon the recommended can be really, really dangerous if you have time to waste. What do you think, Harry? Do you use your sub box? Are these like... Uh, no, I use... I've got old subscriptions that I don't watch anymore. So I've yeah. got... I use recommended. And yeah. You feel like, I don't know, especially the shorts, you know, those little like YouTube trying to be TikTok thing. They'll have yeah, a little scroll through that. Is it's just like trying to be TikTok. Yeah. yeah fucking, um, it's always like right wing content through there, <laughs> even though everything else I watch is like the complete opposite, but yeah. it's like the algorithm separate. So uh, it's like, you like this? <laughs> There's nothing like, long Donald Trump anymore. owns leftists. <laughs> it's Donald all Trump just owns like, yeah, whatever sort of. Uh, social media platform mm. that you go onto, it's all just like short form, yeah, mm. five second videos. Mm. Yeah, it says where our brains go and started off with like tech games and companies and Facebook having little notifications that make your dopamine system go off, and now it's just like shorten it down so you keep your attention and then go to the next one and then go to the next one. It's full on. I reckon that started with Instagram at first. The like, at least with me, I remember having like nights where I'd scroll through memes trying to find the best thing to send to my friends. It's the weirdest thing ever. Like I just, but it was like such a drug to me. It was very intense. There's my addictive personality manifesting in any way it possibly can. Instagram was one of those things. What do I got? What are my addictions? Hold on, social media, pornography, food. Had that as well. Salt. 
Mm, salt was bad. What's your food addiction? Um, I was like, when I was younger, I was so fat. I don't know if fat's the correct term. I was very overweight. Chunky. I was very chunky and I would eat a lot of food to cope with existence, literally. You seem very nice and in shape now. Mm, yeah, I've gotten lucky. I've gotten lucky because when I was younger, I thought, how do I impress girls and get famous? Need to do some pull-ups, baby. And then that's how it started. But then since then, like around 2020, I was like, I'm going to do this exclusively for my mental health now. And it's been really good. And it's probably where I've made the most developmental with my fitness and stuff like that. The wow. physical challenges and things like that. Hey, you hear I went on a bike ride all the way to Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> do we need to talk about this every time? Yeah, how was that? How yeah, was it was pretty, it was pretty good, Sydney? mate. It was pretty good. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It was easy. It was actually easy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you meet any weird cats along the way? Um, not really. Um, anyone who asked me like a question about where I was going, they were usually really cool people because for someone to stop and be like, how's this guy's life going? He looks interesting. They're usually going to be sort of adventurous people. It's like um, yesterday I dropped a Coke on the ground on the way to putting it in my car for my pizza shop job. And when I picked up that Coke, I was like, oh, fuck, it's broken. I got to get another Coke now for the customer, but I've got to do something with this Coke. I'm going to chuck it out or give it to these guys. One guy said, nah, I don't want it. And then another guy went, I'll take it. Those are the types of people that I try to um, allow myself to be yeah. viewed by. The people who go, I will take this Coke to this guy. The idiot just dropped on the ground and gave to me at this moment. <laughs> Have you found that video yet? I'm on the page. You're on the page. We're I've so close. Um, is there anything else that I want to talk about? That's a question for me. <laughs> um, Harry, what are you doing right now? Language warning. Rap battle. Oh, this is just a, this two. <laughs> which is a short... Which is you wearing my glasses with a and I think I had a, I think I had a um oh man how's that a short what the fuck shorts know. didn't exist back then I think it's just made it a short because it's a short video it was the first hmm. ever short it's the first <laughs> <laughs> to them but they just say we need to make a fresh so can you wait in the waiting bay I wait away and then my order arrives. Everything was peppers and size and the service and fries. Then I open up my burger to a nasty surprise. Pickles, what the fuck are they in my burger for? What the fuck do all the fucking people burn the store down and I'll kill the clown that they're working for? From now on, I'll be going down to HJ's where every single burger has a great taste. KFC even make the pickles they cake for McDonald's. Ain't nothing but a fake mate. Hold up, they're impossible. That's it. I just want to see them stop all the whack. <laughs> Oh man, that was sick. That was such a fucking funny night. <laughs> <laughs> the idea of you guys in that room doing that, in, <laughs> um, shoving a in phone Sorrento. in his face. Yeah, Sorrento, Italy. Harrison's yeah. got a fucking like laundry. What do you even call that? Like Basket? a drying string thing, just like wrapped around his neck, <laughs> <laughs> and he's got like shoes on his heads. <laughs> this is what happens when you were young and you didn't have anything to do. The fersky. Nah, I think it's amusing. Harry, you, you were a weapon. You have to all of that out. There was so many Sorry? swear words. There were so many swear words in that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You were a weapon, Harry, with getting your camera out, shoving it in someone's grill and That's getting a true. terrible photograph or video of them at, at a vulnerable point in time. Rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Yeah, that's true. Remember you did with Martin's... Rubbed a lot of people the right way, too. Mm. Rubbed these guys. Rubbed me the right way, brother. I remember Martin, you got a terrible photos of him. You would wreck his entire life. <laughs> yeah, that's some really him. bad photos of Martin. Yeah. Yeah, wow, those are terrible times. What's right. really funny is that the people listening to this podcast, yeah, 
<laughs> they wouldn't know who Martin is. Well, I keep it within Martin. We can say because he has been in some videos. True. He's, he's the true. Russian Hungarian guy. That's true. He's been in two. That's the only reason I'd mention him. Otherwise, it takes a rather big explanation. Have you Connor? We mentioned Connor last episode. No idea who that would be. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be the only problem. But based on like the entire, like I feel like we our audience is still pretty like they got a reasonable friendship. How many views do you get on this? On the podcast? Yeah. yeah what did you think the stats were? I can't remember. I would say at least twenty but views like an the, episode. What was the, the at least very the, least? Yeah. At least, what? at least twenty views an episode. At the very least. Yeah. Yeah, it's not terrible. It's not bad. <laughs> it's not that. It's not that bad. <laughs> is it like are you guys watching it twenty times, or is it? I watched it once. I I can't stand it. <laughs> That's what I meant. It's just like it's an hour of me can't having a conversation a second time. True. You know. True. I fucking hate this shit. Yeah. Usually I'm pretty happy with it because right now I'm in a like a more like kind of have to turn myself up a few notches. So it's like I'm listening to a weird version of myself, seeing where that happens. You know. Yeah. Um, how is this video happening? We've gotten one rap video. We've got one. Anyway. We've got the, the smaller one. I'm going to oh, yeah. sit down momentarily. Bring it back down to earth. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Riveting audio. Um, Jasper. This sucks, honestly. Fucking hell. Jasper, do you like... <laughs> do you like... Um, uh, do you reckon that in retrospect... <laughs> In retrospect, this is something that I ponder sometimes that the uh, like high school was a bit of a ridiculous thing, and that like the social hierarchies and things like that it was like a ridiculous thing, right? So I'm just trying to manage my mic here while I'm trying to ask you a question. Harry, do you know what I'm getting at? Vaguely. Hmm. That I reckon like I, there's a lot of things I look back on high school teachers, moments, and things like that, the things that we were expected to do, and I kind of go. That was a bit weird in retrospect, or maybe my behavior was a bit weird. I don't know if that you agree with that. Do you look back and go, that was a strange environment? It was really weird that, like, when we were in year 12, I was, like, 18. And I started <laughs> to put my hand up to go to, go to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> That's and then they would say no. I'm telling you, my mic is not meant to be flaccid like this. It's meant to be erect, <laughs> staring right into my face at the erect mic. Hold on. This is nicer, actually. <laughs> feel very good I'm this in a podcast riveting. now alright check it hey don't say that my thing is riveting everything I do is really riveting alright um, yeah let's hey Jasper you got any ghost stories anything that's spooky that you can tell us because recently we've had an incredible spooky. trend of people coming in here with really good ghost stories mm. Riley had oh, one spooky not necessarily ghost related but yeah that's true they had some good paranormal stories Riley had an incredible one that he said that he was in an, like an old Irish house Scottish yeah Scottish house and that a person manifested in front of him or at least he felt oh, the he presence he felt yes yeah, manifested meaning like he they, appeared they started to like like what would you say he, he felt the presence manifesting but I don't yeah. he, I don't think he actually saw anything yeah and he was just like and he was there in the room with some girl as well. Yeah. And they both like felt the same thing and they were like, fuck, this is weird and like left. Yeah. Some shit like that. Then why were they in the house? It's I'm no clue. It was it's a really weird story. His parents it was like one of his parents' relatives, and that was like his second cousin or something. Materializing, that's the word that I meant. Instead right. of manifesting. Because a human being materializing, and that's what he sensed. And then Craig told us. Kind of story. like the Green Lantern. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the Green Lantern was appearing behind him. It was the spookiest moment of his life. Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is appearing behind him. Imagine having Ryan Reynolds. Do you reckon Ryan Reynolds is a good actor? I reckon he does his job. I think he... Yeah, he's right. Hmm, he does. He gets things done. He gets things done. Cool. Deadpool was good. Yeah. Green Lantern was better. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sure Green Lantern was better. You reckon? 
Surely Green Lantern was not as bad as everyone thought it was. Mm. Let's be honest. That I enjoyed it as a kid. I enjoyed it as a kid, and then I started to hate it. And the more I heard, it was a bad movie. <laughs> you can't, you can't really hate movies when you're a kid. Like you watch yeah. something, and even if it's awful, it's like that. That might be the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. What are your? Are you a Star Wars guy? No, I've never seen Star Wars once. Really? Never. Okay. Yeah. We'll yeah. Dodge that topic then. I was going <laughs> to ask you what you think about the fucking. Not that I'm a big fan or anything, but there's a yeah. new series coming out with Ewan McGregor, who's Ewan McGregor in the in the Transporting. Yeah, oh. you seen? Yeah, I've seen both of them. Bald Have you seen both fellow. Of them? I haven't seen the second one. No. Mm. Second one's like just a bit trippy. Trippy. First trippy. one was trippy. Yeah, first one was trippy. I haven't first watched that in nuts. a while. Choose life. Choose a job. Choose a job. <laughs> Yeah, it's shite being Scottish. I think of that scene where he chucks a glass. Yeah, going the right way for a wee smack to bottom. <laughs> you know that scene where he chucks that glass up the second story. He just randomly chucks a glass up the second story, lands on some dude, then goes down and says, "Oi, who did that?" And then starts a fight with him or some shit like that. I can't remember. That's in I think so. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, where was I getting that ghost story? Yeah. Then Craig told this story about how he had a spiritual Christian awakening based on the fact during that year twelve. During year twelve, and. That story concluded with him, like, think sitting there having an existential crisis, and then Ian out of nowhere calls him on the phone, and he picks up the phone, and Ian, the first words that comes out of his mouth is, "Hey, fam." <laughs> Not even that. He How says, are you doing, fam? What did he say? He said, "Follow God" or something like that. The path is your, God. Your faith in God will protect you. Or That's something. what he that said, and then put the phone, and then what? like Craig was like, "What are you talking about?" And then he said, Ian said that he had a dream. In which a person said, "You got to tell Craig this at this moment right now," and then Craig, like fucking, was having this existential crisis, and he had had all this shit happening to him in the last few weeks, and then this happened, and that sells the story for me. I think that's full on. Then I think what else? Jordan Waits. He said that like his granddad was behind, like he fell in Sheep the presence. Shira. He was yeah, yeah he it. was in the house. You, yeah, you've been listening to that one. Yeah, that's it. So um, wow. Jasper. <laughs> Please indulge us if you do have a ghost story. Any ghost story is acceptable, but um, we don't want to have necessarily a Steve-O ghost story. <laughs> yeah, dude! Fucking guy walked through the fucking wall, dude! Oh, <laughs> man, I was story. That was a PCP story. <laughs> I was just fucking off my head, dude. And this fucking dude just walks through the wall and fucking put both these hands on my ball sack, dude. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Oh, my ball sack. eating my nuts and well, I couldn't believe it, man. <laughs> I was like, what's going on here? <laughs> dude. Oh, That's man, like you guys are crazy. 30 centimeters tall. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, dude. Dude, can you give me a lift up these stairs man I can't quite walk <laughs> over dude, dude. pulling on your like your heel collar <laughs> hey look at me man I'm down here <laughs> do you have a story anything that you can think of <laughs> oh man well, I don't think I have a ghost story hmm do you have have you tell ever us seen, like, your best seal story <laughs> in that case yeah I I've guess. spoken to seal once in my life what was it like really I do have I do have like a bit of a story it's basically like a religion all right, it's I don't. <laughs> real quick, just because we did mention Sahil, this, we're going back to ghost stories. This isn't a Sahil manifestation story. <laughs> Go, so, it's really religion. So my Sahil religion. Um, there's there's a religion mm -hmm. that Jordan Waits and I follow, and we came to this conclusion after much conversation, mm -hmm. and we visualized this character walking away 
from a sunset and he was the rhinestone cowboy. Now the rhinestone cowboy <laughs> that comes from that comes from the MF Doom song. Mm-hmm. The song perfectly describes just who the rhinestone cowboy is without being too descriptive. So we thought about it and we talked about it and then we go through life and there are lots of songs that would suggest that other people somewhere down the line, they've met him too. <laughs> I don't know what to make of this. Are you making fun of his religion? Hmm? Me, religion? I'm not laughing at it. <laughs> Come to terms of it. The thing, the thing about this religion is like a lot of them are built on being incredibly politically correct and like, you know, mm-hmm. give everything to your kids and to the younger generations and do this and do that. The rhinestone cowboy was not PC one bit. He was a cowboy. <laughs> And he somehow transcended through through millions of years of experience. And if the average human was to experience the amount that this man has experienced, they would combust. (laughs) No one lives that long. I would literally combust. So no one lives that long. Mm -hmm. But we've heard lots of songs by artists like Bob Dylan and Sade that would suggest that they have met a character that is the Rhinestone Cowboy. <laughs> and me and Jordan know who he is. You, We've never seen his face, though. Mm. All right, well... <laughs> That's it. <I'm laughs> One fault with that story, Jordan Wade says he's not religious. Well, it's, you know, it's a bit of a... It's a bit of a pseudo-religion, I guess. It's, it's not very much. Like, there's nothing that... There's nothing... Jasper's going to tell us a joke real quick. No racism. So there's a so there's a Bulgarian man, and this <laughs> Bulgarian man loves to drive trains. He drives trains every day. It's his nine to five. He hops in a train. He's driving. All of a sudden, he realizes this train has some speed. I know it does. <laughs> so he starts to amp it up. He gets faster. 60, 70, 80, 100, 120, 130, 140. Tight corner. Tears around the corner. Train comes off the tracks. He crashes. He survives, but one person on board dies. So he goes to court. They give him the death sentence. In Bulgaria? In Bulgaria. Uh-huh. So he goes to the penitentiary. And all people get one last meal before they're killed. When they're Even in Bulgaria? Row. Even in Bulgaria. So they say, what would you like as your last meal? He goes, I'd like one banana. They said, no worries. Small meal, but no worries. So they get the banana. He eats the banana. He goes to the chair. <laughs> they they strap him in. And they turn on the chair. And lightning strikes. Smoke fills the room, but he survives. Now, there is an ancient Bulgarian proverb that says that if someone survives the electric chair it is divine intervention and they can be set free so he is he gets set free he gets his old job back as a train driver and he's driving the train and a couple of days pass and this guy he's got a real issue he wants to speed again 120 130 140 150 200 220 the same corner train goes around flies off the tracks crashes he survives but once again one passenger dies so he goes back to court. 
they give him the death sentence once again. He goes back to the penitentiary and they say, what would you like for your last meal? He goes, I'd like two bananas. They go, okay, no worries. Two bananas. He eats them. He goes, he sits in the chair. They strap him up. They turn it on. Lightning strikes. Smoke fills the room, but he survives once again. Now they've got to go with the ancient proverb. The, the law, the, the religious law says this is divine intervention. He has survived. We must, we must set him free. They set him free once again. And somehow this guy manages to get the job back as a train driver. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Hops in the car. The car, the train. Hops in the train. Starts driving it. Speeds again. 200, 220, 230, 240, 250. Same corner. <laughs> Comes off, crashes. He survives. One person dies. Back to court. Death sentence. Back to the penitentiary. He goes, for my last meal, I'd like three bananas. And the guard goes, listen, mate, this is utterly ridiculous. You have survived the electric chair twice. No last meal. You're getting straight in the chair. You are done. He, he throws his hands up. Okay, whatever. He gets in the chair. They're strapping him in. And he just starts laughing. And the guard's like, what's so funny? You're about to die. He goes, it's got nothing to do with the bananas. I'm just a bad conductor. <laughs> that fucking sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's really good, but it's really fucking stupid. <laughs> you like that one? That's pretty good. Oh, what the fuck? Now that's a segue. That's a fucking that was, long build up for a pun. Oh, I nearly had a heart attack laughing there. I was like, I can't believe this fucking story is being told. <laughs> Do you know it? No. I was just like, what the fuck is going on? All right. Well, we're back. <laughs> um, that was Jasper's incredible Bulgaria joke. Um, I think we should clip that. That was a pretty good little piece of audio. That on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Put the whole thing on Instagram. As many clips as it takes. No, that was an impressive... I think you did really well running that down, actually. I was just was, like, laughing because I was, like, baffled that our podcast has come to the point where you're saying we had Jasper on this show. Like, that's already an interesting context. Then you're telling this incredible Bulgarian train story <laughs> in a really incredible and engaging way. I actually was, like, listening to every bit of it, but I was just, like, baffled that it was even happening. I was just like, what is my existence at this moment? Um, what was I going to get at? Oh, yeah, um, you mentioned... That you, you will actually show your dad this radio show. My dad says that he's very keen to listen to it and mm. find out more things about me that he didn't know. Interesting. Do you think that you would have, you've done some things on this radio show? You've suggested some things that he wouldn't know. No, I think that. Has he heard the Bulgarian train story? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he actually thinks that I'm delivering it wrong. Oh, right. He thinks that the ending should be. Because I'm not a train driver. Sorry. He thinks the ending should be, it's got nothing to do with the bananas. Because I'm a train driver, not a conductor. Mm. It's not as good. Nah, yeah. I think you did it really well. It makes know. more sense. Because mm. a because yeah. a conductor and a train driver are two separate roles. Mm. That's a good call. One of them drives, one of them conducts. Mm. It's a fair point. This is something I did not consider. Yeah. As far as trains go. It's not just... My mind. Um, it's on a one-man show. Is your dad like an actor? Peace, love, and soul to all the train drivers out there and the conductors. 
Is your dad like an actor? No. Or, no? He's an IT consultant. Yeah, the girls. He's a Don. He's mm. a real Don. Seriously. He's a Don. Like, he's a Don as in like, you never seen The Godfather? Yeah, you have. He's a Don. Like, he's just a... He's just a Don. He's a gangster. He's like a father to you. <laughs> he gets things done. Would you say he's like a father to you? Almost exactly like a father to you? Almost, yeah. It's almost like there's not a single difference between him and a father. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like that's been his role all along. Yeah, like, I see photos of me and him and I'm younger and I'm like, wow, he really... How long is he going to do this for? <laughs> <laughs> he was there the day like, born the, and everything. How long till the joke's up? Like, <laughs> Dude, not funny. <laughs> you, Keep on heckling not, him. He just refuses to break character. <laughs> <laughs> not cool, man. Not Do cool. you, like, I had a thing recently. I was in university and I recently had explode. I had come out of the closet as a lunatic and showed it to people <laughs> my YouTube channel. And, like, they, like, watched it. And then the, they came back the week later and they told me that they had shown their family some of it. This woman showed their family my videos. I'm pretty sure that I showed... My partner's mum, the Weepix, <laughs> the Weepix challenge. Why? Because it's great. <laughs> it's the Weepix challenge. What there's is something the... about it that's incredibly dark. Mm. Explain. Might be the lighting. Mm. Yeah, the lighting <laughs> and the, the fucking color palette of that video is just awful. It's just it's, <laughs> so it's baby it's blue, so dark, and you're like in this um sludge. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm and then he jumps off the balcony at the end. I it was sort of yeah, that was a forget. That was a pretty intense thing, jumping off that balcony. Yeah, that was like my biggest jump. The Wheatbix entered entered his soul. In the words of McBell, Wheatbix, I'll never eat Wheatbix again. McBell, <laughs> <laughs> is, is that the weirdest person that you've ever shown my videos? Because I feel like I don't know. It's weird. You were always showing videos, my videos, to people. I feel like you built up my channel a little bit, just a little. I really liked him. Mm. Um, you watch recent stuff. I remember you saying you, much, you much didn't like Krago mode. Oh, that Krago song. Mode. That's not like a... Art. Art. Play some. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I liked. Um, like, I remember you saying... Sea Hill Rocks was awesome. Sea Hill Rocks was awesome. Now, I'd like to actually... Um, I did have a moment there. There was a few videos where I came out of year 12. Like a few videos. Having did sex with Joe Biden. That was pretty bad. Did you start the Sea Hill Rocks? Yeah. Hamish and I were in psychology class. We did it right next to you, probably. Because I used to write on every single table in school, so he'll rocks. Really? Because I wanted to carry the throne. Fool. But I had, like, I... That's mad, because Connor said that he thought that it was, like, um, it was just a trend, that we had nothing to do I with, had no and idea we made a video about it. I had no idea started it, but I would go nah. into every classroom, and there would be so he'll rocks on the table. <laughs> so I would just keep on doing it. For what? Do bubble letters, <laughs> like, on fire. <laughs> Skull and crossbones. I love yeah, that. Man. That's really sick. Graffiti S for the yeah, for the S on the. Did rocks. you? What, what did you think? Where do you think it come from? Is this Sahil? <laughs> Sometimes things are more more interesting without context. Mm, that's true. Like I would just <laughs> look true. around the classroom and go, "What kind of what kind of sick genius has come up with this?" <laughs> Does Sahil rock? It was Hamish. Because because even though it said Sahil rocks, mm. I mean, it almost sort of transcended Sahil's whole existence. It really did. He wasn't even part of it. To a point, Sahil is a noun to us these days. He doesn't he's even represent a human being. He's, he's very much a noun. Mm-hmm. I've, I, yeah, have. Look, there is no a Sahil. He is Sahil-esque. He's like a philosopher. He's Tarantino-esque. Almost, he's almost exactly like a Sahil. He's almost exactly like a Sahil. There's almost no difference. There's no difference. <laughs> what was your only conversation with Sahil like? Do you remember it? Do you recall it? It's like... It's like an encounter with Gandhi himself. I actually really can't remember ever speaking to him. Mm. But I feel like I would have at some point. But um, 
I feel like he's the type to do like men in black type adventures that we all have very important personal connections to him. That's why we feel so attached to the idea of Sahil Rocks, but he's just blanked our memories of the fact. But still within our souls, we remember the love we had for him. What I think is he left a lot of room mm. for interpretation because of how little he said. That's true. It's about to drop, dude. Harry is playing his original song, Crago Mode. My first shitty Ableton thing that I actually exported. It's not bad. Shit, we should Man, get this Jasper. Go hard. You should rap over this, Jasper. Do us I an election day. a democracy rap. Do us a Because <laughs> it is the election, election day. day. Do us a I democracy rap. rap. Man. Here, I'll, I'll set you in. Here's my first verse. Uh, yeah. I can't do that. That's fucking racist, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we should just... <laughs> Stop that before it starts. Yeah, stop that before it starts. Um, my favorite. Oh song. wait, I am a rapper. So here rocks. I made that song. Hold on, wait. What's a? Uh, let's do a Craig rap. My favorite song was "You on the Boat." Do you want the? Oh, that, rocks. That's old school, man. That was a great. That was a great song. I can give you this like Hill rocks especially bitch track. on a boat. What was I doing? What was the it footage of you on a boat was like you had, <laughs> like you were filming a music video. <laughs> It was yeah. like oh, you looking that. out into the yeah. distance. It was yeah. crazy. Because well, that was the production quality was way way before its time. That's way ahead true. of its time. Yeah, I think that's genuinely true. As far as editing wise, some of those old videos they're really impressive. Hell yeah, they're not bad. <clears throat> yeah, sorry, burping into the mic. There you go. You wasted a little burp in your ears. <laughs> anyway, what are we doing now? This is the Hill Rocks backing track if either of you want to contribute a rap to our listeners. I can't remember. <laughs> I like how you're trying to, you're trying to like go in. Come on. Just rap in his face. Come on, Jasper. Do us the line. Do us What's the line. funny is that this won't go anywhere. So someone's <laughs> sitting at home listening to like all these attempts to get to get rapping to happen. And they're thinking like, <laughs> Maybe they'll rap. Maybe they will. And then it, they get to the end. <laughs> no rap. And all they heard was just an awful joke. <laughs> Um, how do, uh, teachers at my school, I'm still mad about my sense of ship. That's the epic guitar solo, isn't it? Yeah. Did you know, so he'll, we got him in studio to do that and he just started playing. He just shredded, man. Yeah. That was a lie. Did he actually? Nah. He doesn't know how to play guitar, <laughs> I don't think. Well. Yeah. He might be a bass. What does he know how to do? Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> I haven't spoken to him in, for as much as I've said his name haven't spoken to him since the last he was at the 2021 Milk Hour. it was weird he was just there mm. he helped he us contributed film. the line you, is he dead? how did you like advertise these events? because I feel like there was a, mm. always a pretty big turnout to the Milk Royale yeah um, we just got our friends <laughs> and then put posters up around um, in some places but we never got oh, we like, did go to the city for the 2021 for version, the 2021 one we really A4 black and white posters yeah did you film it in the city? yeah you gotta see some of, have you seen the 2021 Milk Corral? No, what was the last video yeah. you watched of mine? Oh, we gotta show you some bit before you leave we gotta yeah. show you some bitch and entertainment yeah cause this is the inaudible radio show and that is inaudible content. And we need to show you some cool shit because I think you'll be baffled of some of the shit we've been up to recently. I feel like maybe I got my my priorities like a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Should just be at home, zombieing out like Jordan Waits and watching YouTube inaudible. That guy's Plus. the king of YouTube. I've heard. Mm. He explained that he spent his entire time in COVID world just living on YouTube. Yeah. I can identify with that. I could see my capacity for doing that, but I really had to crawl out of that cavern. It's really easy to get sucked into YouTube, man. Good platform. Yeah. 
It is a good. That's probably the best one. Facebook, nah, can't really handle that. That's not great. Facebook's it. really bad, Facebook's honestly. Awful. If you like watch the feed and stuff like that, Instagram a little bit better, but YouTube more access to like you can find something. It's easier to find something on YouTube while yeah, Instagram that's what is YouTube's very designed for. Yeah. Anyway, um, have we probably we can probably cap it off. We've done a ghost I think story. We've had, yeah, we've had a good. We no can cap. finish this podcast. We've had a good run. Um, do you want to play best well of both worlds? Sure. All right, cool. If, it, if it'll make you feel better. It does. Do you like Midnight Oil, Jasper? Yeah, I don't really know too much about them. <laughs> They're all right. It's basically that. All right, we're moving into our outro. Um, <laughs> are, these our, are these our parting words? These are our parting words. Um, Jasper, do you have anything you want to say before I go into my end spiel? Three things. Mm. Peace, love, mm. and soul. Mm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we is here ending our radio show. Thank you very much to all of our incredible listeners, but also thank you very much for Jasper for being on the radio show. How good was Jasper? Applause, applause, applause. He was very good. Harry T, you were good as always, playing your songs, making songs, saying things. Do another witch laugh. Come on, give us one. Hey, that was pretty good. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the Inaudible Radio Show. How long have we got on this soundbite? It looks like it's only halfway through. 30 seconds. All right, we're going to be doing a little bit more stalling as we fly into the end. Inaudible17 at gmail.com. If you want to be a part of the show next week, we'll be looking at those emails. Instagram, Inaudible Plus. Why aren't you following Inaudible Plus? Watch our videos. For God's sake, be part of our channel. Help start the revolution. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This has been the Inaudible Radio Show. Goodbye.